0: Hello everyone, it's January 12th, 2020. We are broadcasting live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And today we will talk about the reasons filing your income tax return for the year 2019, which you will file in 2020, will never be the same. There are three points to discuss: the CAT Tax Cuts and Jobs Act marked the first overhaul of the tax code in more than three decades, and this happened when President Trump promulgated this new law. Number two, massive changes went through, including a doubling of the standard deduction, the elimination of personal exemptions, and a cut to the individual income tax rates. And number three, in 2018, the first year of the overhaul, the IRS issued 111.6 million refunds for 2018 returns filed through November 22nd, with taxpayers getting an average refund of $2,860. President Trump, who signed the, the bill into law at the end of 2017, championed the measure and reportedly wanted to dub it Cut, 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 Act, but instead it was called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, and that was the first major overhaul of the tax code in 30 years. Indeed, the new tax law cuts across the board. It trimmed individual income tax rates, bringing the top rate down from 37% Corporations also got relief as their income tax rates fell to 21% from 35%. The federal law also raised the standard deduction for single filers to $12,000 in 2018 from $6,350 in 2017. It went to $24,000 from $12,700 for married filing jointly and limited certain itemized deductions. For taxpayers. It also did away with personal exemptions, a $4,050 deduction you once could claim for yourself and each dependent in your household. Further, the new law nearly doubled the estate and gift tax exemption, the amount that you can transfer in lifetime gifts or bequeaths at death without being subject to a 40% tax to more than $11 million per person. The kicker is that And many of these these provisions are temporary, so they will expire at the end of year 2025. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act made what was an abstract concept, namely the Internal Revenue Code, into a hotly debated topic that left many Americans wondering whether they really got a tax cut that they were promised. We spent a lot of time explaining to people how their taxes were reduced in the prior year, but they still owed more on April 15th, was the common explanation most tax preparers made. When you couple that confusion with the political environment where everyone was on edge, it added fuel to the fire. In early 2018, the IRS and the Treasury Department released its new withholding tables to reflect the tax overhaul. The tables are intended to work with a key form known as a W-4 that determines the amount of income tax withheld from your pay based on whether your spouse works and the number of dependents you have at home. Having a correct W-4 on file can make the difference between owing the IRS come tax season because you withheld too little tax or getting a hefty refund because you overpaid the tax man during the year. Here's where many Americans got tangled up as the new tax law lowered rates across the board. If you were already withholding less tax from your pay, either because you had itemized deductions in previous years or you had claimed multiple exemptions for your dependents, you likely paid too little in tax during 2018 and wound up owing in April 2019. This confounded taxpayers as they measured the success of the new tax law based on whether they had bigger refunds. Instead, they paid less tax over the year, which meant they kept more of their take home pay. However, when they have received smaller refunds from Uncle Sam as a result, or they may have owed, if they paid too little in tax the irs issued 111.6 million refunds for the 2018 returns filed through november 22 2019 with taxpayers receiving an average refund of $2,860 in comparison the agency gave 111 million refunds for 2017 returns filed through November twenty third, 2018 with an average refund of 2899 <clears throat> The biggest way the new tax law was botched was the failure to communicate the difference between a lower tax liability for the year versus lower tax bills in April. To that end, you could have pocketed an extra $100 per paycheck over the course of 2018 Because of lower taxes. However, if you wound up owing $500 at tax time instead of getting the $1,500 refund you're accustomed to, it's unwelcome news. All right. With standard deduction being nearly doubled, significantly fewer people claimed itemized deductions, which include write offs for mortgage interest, medical expenses, state and local taxes. And charitable giving. Consider that prior to the tax overhaul, 42.2 million taxpayers took itemized deductions on their 2017 return. The IRS found in its analysis of forms submitted through July 25, 2018, that figure declined after the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. 14.6 million households claimed itemized deductions on their 2018 returns according to IRS analysis. Taxpayers now must weigh whether it makes sense to incur certain expenses if they are less likely to itemize. For example, charitable giving by individuals fell to 292 billion in 2018, a 1.1% drop from 2017. The organization Charities attributed some of that decline to the decrease in people who are itemizing on their tax returns. If you're 65 and married to someone who's 65, you have to exceed over $27,000 in itemized deductions, and you'll see no benefit until you get to more than $17,000 in charitable deductions. Very few people who are retired are doing that. Lumping at least two years' worth of charitable gifts into one year, known as bunching, has emerged as a way to help taxpayers itemize in alternating years. Perhaps the most contentious change to itemized deductions was a new $10,000 limit on the extent to which filers could claim state and local taxes, also known as SALT. These so-called SALT deductions included write-offs for state and local income, property, and sales taxes. For more people, it became very expensive to live in those high-tax states, not just New York and Connecticut, but any state where you're charged income tax and you're paying more than $10,000. Indeed, many New Yorkers who itemized in 2017 those who claimed SALT deductions wrote off an average of $23,804. In Connecticut, the average SALT deduction in 2017 was $20,905, while Californians took an average of $20,451. Controversy over the limits has spurred the affected states into litigation against the federal government. Inability to deduct Those high income and property taxes has also made tax-free havens like Florida even more appealing to New Yorkers. Empire State residents who announced in 2019 that they plan to pack up for the Sunshine State included President Donald Trump and billionaire Carl Icahn. The overall approach, while taxpayers generally gear up to file by April 15th, Accountants say that the new tax law made planning a year-round affair. That's because whether you're fine-tuning your withholding tax, planning the tax saviest way to give to charity, or weighing a more than a move to an income tax-free state, you'll need a CPA to draft the projection of your finances before you proceed. This is the reason why tax preparation is a dying business, but tax planning is still alive and well. Singling out how to avoid penalties and prepare for the tax law at the end of the year is where planning comes in. Visit us at www.fender-tax.com. You can also join our free webinars on Saturday and Sunday to learn individual tax on Saturdays and corporate tax on Sundays. We field all questions and help you complete your returns free of charge.